Yeah. We're living in the wet-ass pussy chapter of history. Yeah. They'll look back on this time and realize how much of an influence Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion is on, you know, Before we get our politics. Anything, and <laughs> I, well, I wish they were as much of an influence on politics as Tucker Carlson thinks they are. That yeah. would, or Ben Shapiro. <laughs> I fucking wish. See, this is what the feminists want right here. Exactly. The feminist movement is all about wet-ass pussy. This is what they're trying to achieve. Like, no. I fucking wish. <laughs> yeah. I, fucking, I wish that's what the feminist movement was about. The fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Amen, brother. Uh, yeah, it's um. So the dude who killed Osama bin Laden, which if you kill Osama bin Laden, just coast off that for the yeah, rest of your life. You're good. Don't be on. You don't have nothing to prove on Twitter. Log off and just hang out at bars and tell people, yeah, I killed Osama bin Laden and get free drinks. Mm-hmm. Fuck, you're the guy that killed Osama bin Laden in the most jingoistic nation, like. You won. You did it. Yeah. <laughs> but this guy has decided to get in fights with TikTok teens on Twitter about wet ass pussy and what it's doing to America. And uh, hilariously, this dude posted a selfie on a Delta Airlines flight after all these uh, teenagers called him a pussy. Uh, he posted a selfie going, I am not a pussy. And it was like this front-facing yeah. selfie photo. Of him not wearing a mask in the plane yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then he deleted it. And, uh, and yeah, he's trying to show off he's not wearing a mask. And then he deleted it, and the guy who, once again, the Navy SEAL who <laughs> killed Osama bin Laden then tweeted, I didn't delete that, my wife did. <laughs> Dude's rock, 2020. <laughs> that, that is not a man who's rocking right now. He's struggling to rock. Uh, and my wife did it. <laughs> Just yeah, that yeah, tough. And yet, no wet ass pussy has broken the brains of every conservative. It's uh, there are whole ass Congress people tweeting out like mad about it. My favorite one, I, I forgot which uh, Republican politician tweeted this out, but. He's like, I just accidentally listened to WAP by Cardi B making the sound. It's like, yes, how you famously can accidentally listen to a song. Yeah, you clicked on that yeah, thumbnail, yeah, bro. You, you saw to, that thumbnail. Yeah, this motherfucker <laughs> clicked on a big booties and, and wanted to try to cover up his tracks. Now, it, it's fucking, uh, it is truly wild. I, here's my favorite tweet to come out of the Wet Ass Pussy release. Because um, this happened to coincide. This is why I said we're living in the wet ass pussy chapter history. Mm. It, it, this happened to coincide with Kamala Harris um, being selected as the vice presidential pick. Mm. I saw a tweet, which this is peak white woman feminism mm-hmm. personified, mm. which is um, I just hope that Kamala comes out at the DNC convention with Beyonce, M- M- Michelle Obama, Chrissy Teigen. I don't like. It was just a list of just like, like women celebrities that are black. And yeah, well. Oprah. I don't know whoever yeah, the yeah. fuck. And and yeah, and Stacey Abrams, and they come out to wet ass pussy. And yeah, Donald Trump try to grab it. You can't. It we we own it, and it's slippery. Like, it's too shit. slippery to yeah, grab. I, it wasn't no. even as clever as that. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't. And it's just like, yeah, no. This is yeah. This is the chapter we're in right now, which yeah. is. And by the way, WAP, great song. Mm-hmm. Um, 
Megan Thee Stallion great sample shits too. on Cardi B on it. I've always mm-hmm. maintained that Cardi B's not that great of a technically skilled rapper. Mm-hmm. Megan Thee Stallion comes in and eats yeah. on that track. Oh, yeah. no, she does, yeah. Yeah, uh, I love her new flow where she's really on the, like, old mm-hmm. style, like... Mm-hmm. Like, it's... I don't even... I don't even want to compare it to any rapper from her, her area in particular, but, like... Where's she from again? She's from uh, Houston. Houston, yeah, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, That yeah. makes sense. And, uh... And she's got that, like, old Houston flow kind of going. Mm. That, like, I fuck with. I'm mm-hmm. happy to see her bring it back. Especially on such a mainstream track. That, um... Ooh, shit. Shit. Yeah, see, I'm, th- <laughs> I'm thinking about the music video. It got me slipping. Yeah, it got there. you fucking kicking. <laughs> yeah. Yo, the best was the petition to get Kylie Jenner out of it. Out yeah. Of the music video. That shit cracks me up. And then there were white people <laughs> mad about that shit. Which is amazing. <laughs> Like, that's the hill you're going to tie out that Kylie Jenner yeah. needs to be in the wet-ass pussy video. Yeah. But that's what's wild is we're just like, everything, in lieu of actual policy, everything has become the culture war. Yeah. It's like, do you want to wear a mask or not? Mm-hmm. Do you like wet-ass pussy It feels not? like who can cancel who first is yeah. what it really feels like, you know? Yeah. It, it, it just feels like everybody's just at each other's throat, and it's not even for the fact that we're trying to get rid of bad people it feels like it's almost like these people are trying to feel better and superior and then cancel people and look down upon them yeah. more than it is to actually oh this guy's a bad person we shouldn't support him yeah you know what i well, mean well it all comes from this kind of like weirdo puritanism mm. that like is that's why i think it's so uniquely american this like cancel mm-hmm. culture it comes out of this like weird religious thing in our subconscious where like yeah, we gotta like find the impure among us and expose yeah. them. Like, it's like this weird, it's, and it's it's on both sides. It's like the and, witch and, trials. Yeah, yeah, and that's very much what the outrage about WAP is. It's like, oh, like this this amoral thing that's destroying America and la la la. And like, but what's crazy is like that is what the Judo killed like Osama bin Laden. Those are the issues those motherfuckers care about. Yeah. It's like we're under attack by Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion. And these mm. motherfuckers are ready to die and go to war over when On that pussy. hill, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're fully, full, like, fully in on the culture war shit. Yeah. And the crazy part is, so now, Kamala Harris is a great example of just like, it's fully about the culture war and has nothing to do with policy. Like, that pick mm. is like, all right. The genius brains that came up with it. I, could, I saw that coming, though. What? Kamala Harris. I, you did. You predicted it yeah, on the no, podcast. I, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I said, because he's just trying to win over the black vote. Yeah. I think he's just said shit that has made black people, me especially, feel like, wow, this nigga don't give a fuck about us, you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, like, yeah, he's going to pick a black woman. That was an easy pick. But what's wild is that black woman... It was a given. A cop. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was a given. He had to pick a black woman because, as we'll recall, Amy Klobuchar, the clob, very cleverly on her way down, stabbed Elizabeth Warren in the back, <laughs> and said, "I think in this moment it needs to be a woman of color. That's why I'm uh, rescinding my, you know, mm-hmm. consideration for vice president." Pick. So you know, it, it, and and there were all these articles about Wall Street rejoicing with the Kamala Harris pick, mm-hmm. and I think it's because they were worried. Not that he was going to pick an Elizabeth Warren, because I think Obama already made the calls and said, nah, she's good, don't worry. Mm. But I think they were worried like a Tammy Duckworth or a Karen Bass or a more progressive woman of color. Because mm. to really win black people and get them on board would be to 
pick someone who is a progressive black person or, or, or mm-hmm. a more progressive black voice. Neither Tammy Duckworth and Karen Bass, neither of them are burning a house down, you know, but mm-hmm. they're more significantly more progressive than prosecutor Kamala Harris. Who laughed about throwing, you know, the mothers of truant children in jail? Yeah, yeah, you know, and and so it, it truly is bizarre that they would choose Kamala Harris. But I think the galaxy brain take is, oh, and this is if you're too so absorbed in the culture war that you think this is all that matters. It's oh, well, you know, she's both a cop and black, so it's the perfect choice. Meanwhile, I think the opposite. I think it's. The dumb, it's for no one. Mm-hmm. No one is happy with this pick. Nobody. No, it's the same. It's the same way they fuck up by trying to say, "Oh, we're not defunding the police. We actually want to give them more money." No mm. Republican is listening to that and going and believing them and saying, mm. "Oh, I'm coming back." To, All right, sounds good. Mm. But yet, they, they expect us to just take that. Oh, you're refunding mm. the police. All right, well, I guess you're lesser of two evils. So they just think they're catering to fucking Republicans. And the whole mm-hmm. DNC now, and we'll get into that. But the Kamala Harris choice, you know, it is a pick for nobody that you could sell as a pick for everyone. Mm-hmm. But I think they know what they're doing. Oh, I they 100% know yeah, what they're doing. It's yeah. sending a clear message to Wall Street, and that's mm-hmm. why you see these articles about them toasting up for the economy. That, mm-hmm. all right, we got another one of our lackeys who's just going to carry the water for the upper wealth redistribution and the neoliberal fucking alienation of late capitalism. Mm-hmm. We have our person. And, like... It's gross because the fucking morons, the people who aren't really affected by these issues, Mm -hmm. the people who don't really follow these issues, take the representational culture war little morsel of a black woman VP. Yas, queen. I hope she twerks on stage with Beyonce. Yeah. And it's like, (laughs) like... Get your priorities straight. Yeah, like, yeah. It's not. It's not about that at all. It, it's also. Like, it, it's. It's. I feel like there's like something racist about like comparing Kamala Harris to Beyonce. I can't put yeah. my finger on it, but I, like I don't know, putting them in the same realm as entertainers. Yeah, I yeah, don't know. Yeah. I guess Which maybe I guess says a little more maybe about the cheapening of politics, but I mean, yeah, politics has already like got entertainers in it already, yeah. so like it's not anything too crazy, too much of a. A stretch to put it out there but yeah. you know it's it's still fucking weird yeah to to say or to put them in the same realm and say we should twerk they should twerk on stage yeah it's the first w- black woman vice president yeah. should twerk no, on stage yeah no exactly fuck off yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and like nothing against fucking twerking but like it's they, yeah it's 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 like they want to put us in demoralizing positions or positions that they see other black women that are just in the street yeah that these black women of power should also reduce or not reduced because it's it doesn't matter if you twerk or not mm. it shouldn't even fucking matter but still that's not what a politician would do yeah and they're just expecting a black woman as a politician would go go in there and twerk or and, that it's like yay i'm so glad it's kamala because mm-hmm. she's like a like it's like oh another one of my favorite thing like it's like these people mm-hmm. are action figures like yeah, yeah beyonce kamala all my favorites my the avengers thing. <laughs> yeah. it's like these fun and, and it goes into this whole thing where these people are like basically children and uh and 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 you get these culture war concessions that are like for babies, mm-hmm. and we'll get a little more into the DNC. But um, uh, if you follow us on Instagram, Inside Agitator, you saw me post um a series of tweets that 
we're criticizing liberals reaction to the kamala pick <laughs> and to elizabeth warren shenanigans and just basically how they call us immature for not wanting to support biden oh come mm-hmm. on grow up we have to vote we have to vote for joe we biden. have to vote for the lesser of two evils yeah here. grow yeah. up grow up let's grow not up. be children and want health care all right um yeah. but so these people in the same breath will retweet shit that's like a picture of kamala and joe biden like Good night, mom and dad. Thanks for tucking me in and robbing my belly. <laughs> I like, you know, I, mean, just I love all that warm capitalism in my belly. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, the best one was, in my opinion, and it's straight from last uh, last night, night three of the DNC, which was, um, as we're recording this, um, night four of the DNC will have happened with the Joe Biden speech by the time we put this episode out. Um, that's gonna be a doozy. That's gonna be. A doozy. I can't wait for that one. Yeah, that'll 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 warrant a whole episode probably. So yeah. we'll talk about that next time. But Elizabeth Warren on night three, she gave a speech from a classroom, which you know talked about plans, but uh, hilariously the plans lacked any fucking substance. They were. Mm-hmm. I mean, I love that she's the plans candidate, but there's no plan to enact any of her plans. There was more of a plan with Bernie and more of a movement and an idea of how we could enact these things. Mm. With her, it's just shit. But anyway, people were freaking out because in the background, out of focus, in, in the background of her shot, BLM was spelt out in kids' alphabet blocks. Which in the background and out of focus is like the perfect analogy for BLM. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And how they feel it's like they're it. just telling us exactly how they feel. Yeah. You know? um, but people ate that shit up because they're mm. fucking babies. <laughs> <laughs> oh yes Warren's on our side oh my god Warren with the sneak disc no, Ooh. even when she's subtle she twists the knife yas queen god yeah. damn it I sucks. hate I it hate sucks. the democrats so fucking much I know they're just performative actions just yeah. to like try and get votes not for a Joe fuck, Biden not yeah. a fucking not a thing not mm-hmm. a policy was pitched for black people no the entire first three nights of the dnc mm-hmm. the the word systemic racism was used like once and there were glowing like op-eds written about like and they're addressing the systemic issues and it's like ha- no, no no one is like what are you fucking you guys are smoking crack and the wild part is you watch tucker carlson and he'll tell you that like the DNC's been all about black lives and they're coming mm-hmm. to behead the white families mm-hmm. and like, you know, and the, it's a completely different narrative and it goes to show this whole narrative they're selling, their base and their party and most people that no, 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 this is how the DNC has to be. We have to not be too extreme and alienate anyone. Mm-hmm. Those people are being alienated. They're being fed lies about the movement. Like, we need to have a united front and actually cater to the people in our party whose votes we need. Not mm-hmm. just bully that. Fuck you. You have to vote for us. Yeah. And try to get the evil person. No, we, we need to push our policies and what we actually want as an American people. Yeah. Know? And it's just Or as a par- at least as a party, you know? Yeah. Not be so fucking divided as, like, basically another Republican and Democrats on one side. Yeah. And then just Republicans on the other side. You yeah. know, that's basically what it's like yeah. at this point. No, the centrists are basically Republicans. They, you know? I think they, yeah. I don't think it's crazy to say that. The Democrats now are a center-right party. After the past few days of the DNC, I mean, John Kasich, in what was a pre-recorded speech, John Kasich, 2016 Republican presidential candidate, um, and guy who, the the best was people were digging up old tweets on the Democrats' account, 
where they were talking about how he defunded abortion clinics, fought against gay marriage, all the horrible things John Kasich did that the Democrats tweeted about when he was a presidential candidate. Mm-hmm. People were all retweeting it like, catch him tonight at the DNC. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, but anyway, this yeah. fucking dipped this asshole. Mm-hmm. They have him in a pre-recorded message at a crossroads, which was hilarious. Like, mm-hmm. at a literal crossroads. Mm-hmm. Um, they had him talk, promise Republican viewers, which, by the way, um, America's Got Talent had better ratings than the DNC this night. So more motherfuckers are watching, like, a dude juggle oranges mm-hmm. than we're watching the speech. But yeah. he assured the non-existent Republicans on the fence, of whom there are 12 people, and all of them are involved in, D- in D.C. party <laughs> yeah. leadership. Yeah. These are This is a non-existent group of people. Yeah. But anyway, he assured them, don't worry, Biden is not going to go left, because I know the measure of the man. And he gave them this assurance that Biden's not, they're saying Biden's going to get dragged to the left. But he won't. I know Joe Biden. So, like, yeah. all right, message heard. I guess yeah, I don't have to vote Joe, for Joe. Joe Biden's going to be the steadfast racist he's always been. Yeah, yeah. all right, yeah. sounds good. Fine, yeah. And that's the message the DNC chose to put out. Mm-hmm. They have more Republican speaking than they have Latinos, leftists, and gay people combined. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's... it's and, and honestly, I would love to see the stats. I don't know that this is necessarily true, but they probably think I'm more Republican speaking than black people. Probably. I don't know that it's. Don't, I don't know that this is well, true. We're gonna have to. We're gonna pull a report but on that. You know what? Day. Fuck it. It's true. <laughs> you know what? I'm, I'm saying it right. Fucking out. I bet it's true. <laughs> I, I, you know what I, mean? I, I, I bet no, it's true. No fact checking yeah. on that one. There was a whole fucking lineup of Republicans the first night, so I'm sure it's true. And I, I you know, but so it's really just overall. Although I'm sure they probably have thought about this and like squeezed a couple black voices in on some Zoom video chats that didn't get televised. Um, yeah. Because that's a majority of what's been happening. So I, uh, the Fox News coverage has been major, mostly focusing on the non-televised stuff, which is where they've been sneaking in. Like one radical person will be on the Zoom call and mention abolishing the police, and Tucker mm. will take like that clip and be like, "See, at the DNC, they're talking about abolishing yeah. the police." So it's like maybe we should just be have a united front and and mm. and and come up with a party platform that is progressive and that we can all agree on. Let's not mm-hmm. alienate and and completely cater to people who they're not listening. They're not going to believe that we're not abolishing the police. Mm-hmm. These these moderate Republicans are non-existent. I am so worried that we've put. I mean, the DNC has really because we're we're going into day four of the convention. It is fucked with my mental health because I'm truly like I don't know what to do. They have shown this is the final carving out of the working class from the party. Mm. This is. The working class has no voice. The left has no voice. We don't want to hear your voice. Your voice mm. equates to being a Republican. Because if you talk shit about us, then that means you must love Donald Trump. Mm. So the, the, the left has been completely silenced. And now what has come in its place is a party that is entirely bankrolled by neoconservatives. Like Michael Bloomberg in the Lincoln Project. And their beliefs. And, and honestly... It, I think it's just mask off. It's what the Democratic Party has been for a while, but mm. it's fine. They're finally truly showing us. But at the same time, they're doing it while playing, you know, that that protest song. There's something happening here, yeah. and like trying to act like they support civil disobedience. Yeah, some random ass nigga in some weird ass this suit. outfit. Yeah, that was bro. wild. It has, it has like, bro, that's so much disrespect. To yeah. Like, all, all the people like are truly on the left, like, yeah, you know, yeah, no, it's yeah. gross, man. It's it's such a, 
it's so obvious. Even just to take what is a protest song from the 60s mm-hmm. and to like make it like a pro DNC anthem with these like sh- th- it looked like a Tim and Eric sketch. The actual mm-hmm. music video of them performing that song. <laughs> if you guys want to look it up, yeah. you will think you're tripping sack. And I know that's like a cliche thing to say. Mm-hmm. I literally was like, "Am I, am I seeing this right? Like this is what they? Mm-hmm. If the, I, I can't, I can't believe it's literally like they're trying to. It's like they're trying to lose. It's it's mm-hmm. literally like it's so crazy. But at the same time, I don't know who has a chance of winning because Trump is like fucking up. We keep saying Trump's fucking up, but he is fucking up this guy is truly all in on the biden is a far left candidate like yeah he's all in on that and i think that's that's all he really well he has other stuff he could probably attack i know for but he just doesn't i don't think they'd have the political sense to even do that no well it's it's so concerning because i think i think like what the issues trump ran on in 2016 and won on were like i'm not the establishment I'm going to fuck up the establishment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to drain the swamp. DC insiders, I'm coming for them. But now after four years of him being in there and the swamp not being drained, I think they, they don't want they want to stay away from that messaging. But I don't really know what their message is other than you need to vote for us to stop the far left from gaining power. And I think the Democrats think that they're about to out-chess them or, you know, or yeah. by like, all right, let's outthink this and make it so we're so obviously not the far left. Mm-hmm. And part of me feels like it is dumb for Trump to put all his chips on that. And we'll see. But listen, man, a hundred million people, I think, didn't vote in the 2016 election. Eligible voters didn't vote. Mm. Who are these moderate Republicans that we are catering the DNC platform to? I just. Yeah. Why, yeah. why are we not going after those people? Yeah. And trying to get their vote. Well, I bet that's primarily young people, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not run on a progressive platform that those young people would fucking love? Yeah. Because they don't give a fuck about us either. Nah, well, I think... Um, well, I... They don't care about winning um, as much as they care about corporate interest. And I, and I also mm. think, like, it's why Nancy Pelosi is endorsing Ed Markey or endorsing no, Joe not, Kennedy no, yeah, Joe in Kennedy. his, in his uh, chat primary challenge to, to Ed Markey. Because... And this is Nancy Pelosi who, by the way, set the DNC rules where... We are unilaterally going to support every incumbent, no mm. challengers, which was their excuse to go after every progressive primary challenger, mm. many of whom won. Mm-hmm. But now, all of a sudden, that doesn't matter. She'll go after an incumbent if they're yeah. progressive. Who is kind of progressive, yeah. Which goes to show you can never play the play nice with the Democrats. The, mm. they, they will change the rules of the minute it suits them. Yeah. But anyway, they, and, and, and that's why they go after the – they cannibalize their own party because a progressive is more of a threat to them than the Republican also running in the primary. Mm-hmm. They would rather cannibalize the vote and fuck up the de- their de- own Democratic Party mm-hmm. and Ed Markey, who's their incumbent candidate, running against the Republican. They would rather fuck that up than just put all their resources into stopping the Republican running against Ed Markey or Joe Kennedy, whoever it ends up being. Mm-hmm. The, and, and that goes to show they don't, they're not actually so opposed to Trump and Republicanism. They, mm-hmm. they need each other to survive. One gets in power, they, they get to fundraise. But if mm-hmm. the progressive left gets into power, they are out of a job. Yeah. They, <laughs> exactly. They're out yeah. Of, yeah. So, and Because eventually really it's going to just go through and they're going to die off immediately. Mm-hmm. But, or eventually. Mm-hmm. But still. Night two of the DNC, um, <clears throat> AOC 
like many other Bernie delegates, endorsed Bernie Sanders for the presidency. Mm -hmm. And the DNC did this incredibly clever thing where they only gave AOC one of the most popular members, probably the most popular member of the Democrats, like Mm -hmm. polling wise, Mm -hmm. only 60 seconds to talk. This is a place where they're giving Bill Clinton the pedophile at the stage. Fucking Colin mm-hmm. Powell, the war criminal. Fucking, mm-hmm. I already talked about John Kasich. I mean, Obama. Obama, you know. Drone man. Well, of course Obama's <laughs> going to get time there. And we'll, yeah. we'll get, to, don't worry, we're going to get to his yeah. ass. Um, but fucking, they only give her 60 seconds. And obviously, and they in those 60 seconds, she has to in, endorse her, which is, as the rules of the convention are, mm-hmm. that you endorse who you're a delegate for. Mm-hmm. And you either uh, uh, vote for or oppose the party platform. Obviously, progressives oppose the party platform. They're not doing Medicare for All. They're not doing Green New Deal. They're not doing any of the things that people need in the middle of a pandemic. They're mm-hmm. not responding to the fact that 40% of people don't know how, where they're going to live next month. Fucking Congress is on vacation. They're, the party, it's fucked. It's fucked, fucked, fucked. Mm-hmm. So AOC rightly voted against the party platform and endorsed Bernie Sanders for the presidency. NBC framed this in a tweet that they now deleted like she endorsed she took her 60 seconds to endorse Bernie Sanders as like a snub to Joe Biden. So they were able to change the narrative from the DNC snubbing the progressives and only giving them 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. For then the progressives snubbing Biden. Yep. There. So that when they lose in November yeah. for mm-hmm. running a candidate who's a rapist and corrupt with mm-hmm. dementia who 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 grandfathered mass incarceration and wrote the crime bill, and fu- like just and opposed gay marriage until less than a decade ago. Just this horrible fucking candidate. They they run this guy, and now they get to blame us. And it's all part of that little narrative building that they do. Because all the, the idiots who just look at the NBC tweet, they're not on leftist Twitter. They didn't see the corrections. They didn't see the AOC tweets. Mm-hmm. Dumbasses who just saw that got angry and said, "Oh, that these the left they're like spoiled children." You know those people. When they lose in November, it's going to be oh, AOC and Bernie and that wing of the party. It's their fault. But meanwhile, if, if this was a functioning democracy, the voices that AOC represents, the working class, the people who compose the Democratic Party, would be being heard. Their rejection of the party platform would be being addressed. If, mm-hmm. if Trump was the threat that they claim he is, mm-hmm. they would be adjusting their policy to get the most amount of people to vote against Trump in, in November. Yeah. But that is not what it's important no, about. No, they're not doing that at all because they don't care. They, I think they just all are on the same team, and they're all just collecting together. It's getting harder and harder to believe that they're not. Yeah. I'll no, say that. I, I, I fully believe it. Yeah. Because, like, they, they just do all this performative shit. Yeah. The fucking kneeling with the kente cloth on. Yeah. All this other shit. You, Man. Know, you can just go down a fucking list, and it keeps going on, and they keep making these promises. I'm tired of listening to that shit. Yeah. I'm ready for some actual fucking change. Yeah. And, you know, that starts with fucking, you know, running progressives in, in, you know, the house and shit, trying to get them in there. But, you know, the DNC will try to shut that down any fucking chance they can. No, that's true. So, but, you know, what do you think, man? So, I I, I agree with what you said. And it's it's demoralizing. I can't imagine. I mean, bro, 
I think we both knew the second they were kneeling in Kenshi cloth, oh shit, we're not about to get anything out of these protests. <laughs> like, yeah, oh yeah. fuck. <laughs> like, oh no. <laughs> and 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 it's it's exactly yeah. as expected. It's yeah. been nothing. It's been a couple statues, episodes mm-hmm. of Golden Girls Get Removed, all the shit we talked about on the show. Mm-hmm. It's been nothing. And then it's symbolic shit like BLM behind Elizabeth Warren in a classroom. Mm-hmm. And it's shit that conservatives get mad about. They're mad about the BLM. And, oh, they're trying to say that they're putting BLM in our children's classroom. This oh, is that's a dumb, too far dumb. left. Yeah. <laughs> it's like they're got, it's, they're, everyone's just feeding into this culture war. Mm-hmm. That who like – and, and that almost makes me feel like they're on the same side because mm-hmm. it's just this culture war that's meant to divide us and that isn't even about policy. And it's just about hating each other and bl- pointing fingers at each other and not looking upwards yeah. at our actual oppressors. And uh, you know what's even crazier? I mean, like, oh, I, I don't, where do I even go with this? I mean, dude, we are in the middle of cop riots still mm-hmm. happening. Mm-hmm. Day 83 in Portland. Yeah. I mean, and, and not, and I mean, day 83 protests in Portland, but I'm talking cop riots like all over the nation where cops. Many of whom are like from democratic cities are like beating the shit, brutalizing people just like absolutely. And then the DNC has the gall to pretend that they support civil disobedience on stage. Mm. And they're like at playing like clips of the protests. Like it's not democratic mayors sending the police to beat the shit out of them. Mm-hmm. And it's just so disgusting to see them co-opt a movement that they hate. The best example of this is um, Biden's campaign disavowed the Woman's March co-founder, Linda Sarzor, mm. for denouncing Israel. And to the, and then the next day, prominently aired footage of the Woman's March that she organized. So it's like they actively work against progressives while taking their accomplishments and, and trying to use it as fuel to... I mean, right now, the project that the Democrats are working on, and it's not a conspiracy to say, they are working on turning the Democrats once and for all into a right-wing opposition party. Mm-hmm. So that they are a center-right opposition party with decorum, and that it is is better than the Republicans and the far-right crazy nationalists, and but is pro-corporate and pro-capitalism and and, and explicitly anti-left. Mm-hmm. And and their function, they will they they think that they could get power from fighting both the left and the right. I think that they're doomed to fail that way. But I think they're hedging their bets on it being that okay, no, we we will gain the favor. Of the rule, the people who we really serve, politicians, the, who the politicians really serve, the ruling class, mm-hmm. will gain their favor if we fight against the crazy authoritarians who make our America look bad and the crazy people who want to take away their wealth. We're going to be the happy medium. Right. I think that's their pitch. But it, in, and I think people on some subconscious level believe that we need to pitch to the ruling class to win. I. I, I would agree with that. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I think they, pe- they're the ones who could truly control everything. People so. have internalized like, oh, we can't go too far with the Bernie stuff. Mm-hmm. Or maybe they we wouldn't be allowed to win. Like, and that's mm-hmm. why people chose Joe Biden. But like, Joe Biden, look, we've talked about it. He's mm-hmm. not the guy to win. And like, ah, oh, it's just, just it, I mean. Which I, I almost don't understand that. If we want to, I guess, run against the ruling class, we need a platform that speaks for everybody. Yeah. And that would be, you know, Bernie would be that guy. Mm-hmm. Or even someone more progressive than that, you know? They just need... You if they don't quit, need but the I don't donor under- class. You don't need the donor class with no. the Bernie. You really don't. Yeah. Because you could go around and if, say you have in, like challengers during the primary who are backed by the corporations with all this money, mm. roll through that town 
have a rally. Talk mm-hmm. about they're funded by this, this, and this. Yeah. Fuck them. Yeah. And, and like you and, and organize and, and uh-huh. talk and have these kind and like and and I think that's what they're so scared of is how easy mm-hmm. it actually would be for people to organize collectively against their interests. Mm-hmm. And um, they're doing everything in their power to prevent us from doing so. And uh, while at the same time acting like it's a democracy. And really selling the idea that they're the ones who are restoring that democracy. We need to vote. Trump's the threat that. to democracy. Mm. We need to vote because we're. This is restoring democracy. Obama's speech about was all pro democracy. This we got to vote. Obama, Trump's tearing up this. He's not a good president. He didn't take jobs seriously. La la. Is so disgusting from a guy who worked during this primary to subvert democracy, to throw away the votes and the ideas of the working class and the multiracial coalition that Bernie built. He. Threw away. He worked to undemocratically install Joe Biden, and then has the gall to get on stage and talk about democracy being subverted. They only mm. don't like it when it's done to them. Yeah, it's okay to do it to the leftists, and it's okay to do it to the Republicans, even probably. But no, 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 you can't do it to them. And, and it's and it's just it's gross. It's really disgusting. Yeah, because people eat that shit up. I see people who I used to organize with Bern in 2016. I organized with for Bernie's campaign who now work at the DNC five years later and are posting about the Obama speech going, you got registered to vote. And it's like, man, if you really think that Barack Obama believes in democracy, I got a fucking bridge to sell it. Like, how how could you mm. have been involved in the Bernie 2016 campaign, seen what happened there, mm-hmm. seen it happen again in the face of fascism, mm-hmm. and think that we're in a democracy? Like, it, it, it's just, it's false. And it, it sucks that the narrative is already that when we lose, it's going to be on the progressives who try to save us from this fate. It's going to be on the people who try to say, hey, 88% of people support Medicare for all. Maybe let's support that in a pandemic and use that as our rallying cry because mm-hmm. that's a fucking slam dunk. Right now, dude, we are neck and neck with Trump in the polls and falling mm-hmm. because of how shitty the DNC's been. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, the Kamala pick was not good for the polls. It, mm-hmm. it tightened that gap even even further. Mm-hmm. It's it's neck. Most places have it closer than they had Hillary and Trump in 2016. But Nate Silver of 538, who is like he was the Wonder Boy before 2016. He was mm-hmm. the guy you go for the predictions. Mm-hmm. His prediction for the outcome of the 2020 election it has the same differential that his 2016 election uh, prediction had, and it's the exact same: Joe Biden, Trump, Hillary Clinton, Trump. So if you look at that, where it's not looking good yeah. for us, no. and we need to do things urgently to fight. Fuck those twelve moderate Republicans. We just did a whole DNC for. <laughs> there is still time to say, yeah. hey, we are in a pandemic. We need Medicare for all to save lives. Mm-hmm. Hey, there is a housing crisis. Forty percent of people don't know how they're making rent. We're going to do a rent freeze. We're going to fight for that. There mm-hmm. is still time to do all those things, um, but. The Democrats don't believe in those things. Yeah, so they're not going to say it. No. Yeah, and uh, they, they and don't believe in helping people like they say they're going. No, to. not at and all. I think a perfect example of that is that video you sent me today of Obama at that rally in Flint, Michigan, and then he sit there and he asks for a fucking glass of I, water. I can't believe you've never seen that before. I had never seen that before. Yeah. and then you sent the and I and then he just like wets his lips with it and doesn't take a sip. Yep, because he knows. Yep. But then it's still like that's it and over. Good water. And then how how long ago was that? Years ago. Years ago. There's still right? nothing water. And guess what happened this week? They got six hundred million dollars in funding. You see how long that fucking took? Yeah. 
and and because Obama still, basically bit that in the, the victory fucking... flag for the six hundred million dollars. It still led pipes. Yeah, it's still work that has to be done there. And mm-hmm. all these years later, I mean, it, it, it's crazy. Obama really did them a disservice and mm-hmm. colluded with a corrupt and criminal mayor. Um, and I mean, you're right. They don't believe their function is to keep the masses in control. Like and, and, and like it, it, they don't believe in these things, and yet. Somehow it's going to be our fault when they lose, not them for not doing the things that would have made them win. Exactly. And uh, I don't know how to push against that narrative. And, and listen, it's always demoralizing to be on the side of the counter narrative, to mm-hmm. be pushing back against the wave. So, you know, I'm trying not to feel too tired and I'm trying to keep using my voice and keep saying it till my, 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 I'm red in the face. Mm-hmm. But fuck, I'm red in the face, man. It's, mm-hmm. I, it, it, they, have, they, they seem, their voice feels so loud right now. The DNC, which I have not even watched for my own mental health, is mm. demoralizing me just from what I'm reading about it. Mm. And I'm someone who I really try to read positive opinions about. I try to follow people that are going to talk the, about positively about the DNC. Mm. Shit, man, that's almost been more depressing. Mm. Seeing the people try to heap praise onto nothing, yeah, and seeing just the bare minimum they've come up with. With and like, it's just sad. I really, it's giving me ah, it's giving me 2016 vibes, man. Um, it's it mm-hmm. starting to feel so hollow again. Like it makes me feel like 2016. Like, oh shit, we're and so are we are we talk about how Trump's fucking up, but Trump he's starting to go off script again, and mm-hmm. and Trump when he goes off script, mm-hmm. I don't know that we can beat off script Donnie Casino. Yeah, no. listen, to this. <laughs> listen to this. Listen to this. I'm not a big fan of sharks either. Oh, it's true. They they have. They were saying the other night the shark. They were saying, oh sharks, we have to protect them. I said, wait a minute, wait. They actually want to remove all the seals in order to save the shark. I say, wait, don't you have it the other way around? That's true. Well, I'm not a big fan of sharks either. I don't know how many votes am I going to lose. I have people calling me up saying, we want to we have a fund to save the shark. It's called Save the Shark. I say, no, thank you. I have other things I can contribute to. I recognize Israel's true capital opened the... <laughs> <laughs> I recognize it is true capital. <laughs> I mean, that's Donnie. Oh, uh, that's Donnie Casino, fully off the Sudafed. Uh, just, ooh, just yeah, off the Sudafed PE. <laughs> uh, the, I mean, I, I like. I'm not the biggest fan of sharks, <laughs> but don't you gotta put seals in another container before you put sharks in the same container? I just, I fucking yeah. <laughs> more shark content go yeah keep it fucking because he's a charming he's charming he's funny yeah he'll win on that he, honestly yeah, yeah he needs to bring it back he needs to chill with all the culture war shit and mm. bring shark war yeah <laughs> shark war <laughs> he could be a wartime president yeah. at that <laughs> we're stopping jaws folks mm-hmm. it was a problem that's why we're voting a wall at the Atlantic Ocean. We love the We're, 4th of July. It's beautiful. Yeah. And the shark, he wants to come and mess it up. <laughs> the shark and that pesky seal. Those pesky seals. But yeah, so I, I really feel like um, if we just have the most hollow DNC platform where people, even the people that the DNC is targeted at, the best they can come up with is like, ah, uh, don't we miss Obama and Michelle? Like, they mm-hmm. have nothing positive to say. Mm-hmm. The best any I heard anyone say was, and they all... We're heaping praise on Bernie for his, and Bernie did give a great speech. But it's it's like where where do they they have his grandkid tied up somewhere? Mm-hmm. Like it's like oh my god, yeah, he chose not to endorse uh, Ed Markey. 
Yeah, that's he, crazy. Or he, he was like, yeah, I I'm respect neutral, the man, but yeah. I'm staying out of this. Yeah. Which kind of makes me believe, oh, what did they say to Bernie? What, yeah. What, what have they got over Bernie? No, you know? I, and I think Bernie's hedging his bets and trying to get in good with the Biden administration. But once again, like I've said, I think three times already on this podcast, you can never play that game with the Democrats. Mm-hmm. They're always going to stab you in the back. Even Warren, I think, thinks that she's cleverly playing the Democrats and her speech was making all these promises. And it's like... They're not doing any of that shit. No, I had to yeah. break it to you. Like they're not. Yeah, for real. Someone today tweeted out, um, "Real talk, guys. What do you think the odds are that Joe Biden actually keeps ICE from detaining kids in cages?" And I tweeted back zero. Like zero. Yeah. I think there's a zero percent chance. Nah, he's like, yeah. still gonna do it. Yeah, of course. They did it under Obama. Yeah, I mean, what's, what's they're gonna, gonna stand on the kids in cages to like guilt people into voting. Like mm-hmm. you're not gonna vote. There are literally kids in cages, and you, you, you privileged white bro are going to stay home and this is not an academic exercise voting okay mm-hmm. i your little your little um ideas and abstract abstract ideas about politics and that's what's funny they really think medicare for all is like an abstract dream mm-hmm. like it's not something that we could we should you be using our vote to fight for mm-hmm. like yeah it's a it really is tantamount to a childish dream to them that's mm-hmm. how much they've internalized that like yeah, no, people do deserve to die if they're poor and haven't worked hard enough. Like, yeah, that is yeah, a reality yeah. to them. And mm-hmm. anything outside of that is a childish dream to them. Yeah. And, mm-hmm. and, I, and you know, it's, it's uh, like I said, it's fucking demoralizing to be moving against that side. But mm-hmm. I think that hollowness, that nothing, is going to bring the Democrats nowhere. Like, who? No one's excited. Mm-hmm. No one's watching it. Like, really, no, the DNC is for no. I don't know who is excited about the DNC. Mark Ruffalo. Was really excited about the DNC. He was like, <laughs> "I'm sure I, Terry Crews is yeah, also yeah. excited about the DNC." Yeah, just like it's for rich people. It's not for anybody. And but that's who the Democrats' base is. Yeah, it's true. But like it's upper, true. Uh, middle class and upper. Yeah, middle class. You know, even Warren focused on like childcare during her mm-hmm. speech, and it's like that's because and it, that's not for the people who are wor- like worried about. Mm. everything that's for the people who are worried about oh i need to get the kids out of my professional oh, yeah, call. yeah i have uh, they're playing in the background yeah and i have to tell them to shut up every it's for the middle class yeah. like yeah it says nothing to do yeah mm. Crazy. yeah i don't know i just it we they picked a whole ass prosecutor as the vp whole ass cop uh just full on who who, la- who just goes out and marvels at the sight of buses that would take away fucking citizens that are ripped away from their families that's, so that's, that's a, a fake video dream. is it so that video was oh. her reacting to her tour bus for the campaign <laughs> and then someone photoshopped the inmate bus over oh my god I got <laughs> the fact that I got got yeah. is even but, uh, funnier yeah, that, but like uh, yeah. still that it could be real it could be real yeah. it's fucking real I'm yeah. saying it right yeah. now <laughs> <laughs> that's too funny <laughs> But yeah, she's a piece of shit. Equally, yeah. I mean, we said it already, but mm. laughed at the prospect at the prospect of jailing truant parents and their children, um, truant yeah. children and their parents rather. Uh, it's yeah, it's disgusting. Um, final thoughts: uh, Can you call the U.S. a democracy when, by law, it only allows the effective participation of two parties? That represent different wings of the white minority capitalist ruling class. Who represents the interests of the majority who are the workers and nationally oppressed? Really nobody at this point. Nobody. nobody. We, have, we have figures that believe in that. Yeah. That are there, but obviously they're trying to get pu- pushed out. Yeah. 
Uh, they're they're fighting for their life. Yeah, they are. Yeah. And we got to ride for them. Yeah. That's what we got to do. We got to yeah. get out there and we got to vote for those people. Yep. And figure out who's running against these incumbents. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And uh, I, I, I have faith in Ed Markey, though. I think Joe Kennedy is, is he lacks such charisma. Mm-hmm. He looks like the dude who eats his skin in gold member. Uh, <laughs> he sucks. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he he's does. horrible. Yeah, he's um, a dunce. Yeah, no, just, I mean, three generations of Cape Cod alcoholic inbreeding. Mm-hmm. And uh, there you go. You have this, I mean, but he is the perfect encapsulation of the Democratic Party. I mean, just like no real beliefs, but at the same time using the language of like the left and like the underdog to be, act like he's like in the fight. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's why we need to enact change yeah. right now because he hasn't done this, you know. He's also like yeah. doing the B-rate Obama thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and Markey, it's funny, the left has almost done this whiplash thing where now we love Ed Markey. Mm. I gotta remind everyone, there's still only one Bernie. And not that I'm enamored with Bernie right now, but you Mm. look at that photo, and Warren went during Trump's, uh, 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 State of the Union. Mm. Warren and Markey are standing up clapping. It's just Bernie sitting down. So, listen, it's only one Bernie Sanders out there. I love Ed Markey, support his campaign, but... Let's not forget, just because you know he supports the Green New Deal and a couple things, mm-hmm. we could still do a, a lot better. And mm-hmm. that's what goes to show. They will throw all their resources to, to, to primary a guy who's not even that leftist. Great, yeah. yeah <laughs> he's just like kind of supports the Green New Deal. Mm-hmm. He kind of opposes Pelosi's iron-fisted rule. Mm-hmm. All right, let's put millions of dollars behind Joe Kennedy and sa- potentially sabotage and mm-hmm. lose a district. To yeah. fucking to, to the Republicans. Mm. I mean that horrible, horrible. Nah, which I think that's kind of what they secretly want. Um, I I, I think they secretly don't care. Yeah, yeah, I think they secretly don't care. I do think we've said it before. I do think they're outraged by Trump, but in the capacity through which he delegitimizes the institutions that they need people to believe in. I don't even think it's that. I think it's just the way he talks. Mm. I think they're just fed up with just how he's given the game away, yeah, or a little bit. But then again. It, they're not really doing anything to fight it either. So yeah. what what is really the deal? Mm-hmm. They they can do that fake performative shit where they're outraged if Trump says some racist shit on fucking Fox. That that should be old ass news by yeah. this point. Why is that sh- shit still getting over fucking protests that have been going on for eighty three days? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Oh, and the protests. Oh man, they're trying to in Virginia make it um illegal to curse out a cop. Can't curse at a cop. It's crazy. They're really trying to find legal. We talked about it a little bit on the last one. Trying to find legal ways to mm. try to uh, penalize protesters heavily. And I'm curious to see. And and that what's crazy is you talk about these things, and it really people are just on the like. Well, we're gonna vote in November, and I think people really think that November's gonna come around. Joe Biden's gonna win, and then in January the pandemic's gonna end. Police violence is gonna end. Like racism's gonna like be here. Like people really think mm-hmm. like. And it's like, no, we, we have to talk about the fact that it is Democratic mayors brutalizing people in these streets. And mm. and no one, not in the DNC, not anywhere in the leadership, is coming up with real proposals for how do we, how do we heal this wound. Mm. There is not anything. And I think it just means people got to keep it staying in the streets and keep the pressure on. Mm. Um, I think the Democrats and the Republicans and the ruling class are counting on the fact that it's going to lose steam, that things are going to get swept up into the election, that... You know, X, Y, and Z, people are going to be demoralized after getting hit with the baton for the ninth time. Mm. But I think if we keep it up and keep the pressure on, 
they've already used all the tricks in their their hat. Like, what uh, what else is left for them to do but massively overstep in the way they did with Trump? And and what's crazy is you still actually see federal troops around um, in mm-hmm. Portland and around the country. And there is almost this fucked up thing going on where because the news has given people permission not to care anymore. Like, up, the federal troops are gone. People almost, like, have kind of stopped caring. Yeah. And it's on us to keep our eyes on it. Keep looking at it. Keep, oh, nope, there are federal cops here. Da-da-da. And not let the media, have the media guide, not let the media fully guide us to our conclusions. Mm-hmm. And luckily, I do think social media has done a good job of that. I feel like this is the, like, ninth time they've tried to off-road the, the movement with some shit and mm-hmm. it hasn't really been successful so that's encouraging well, that's good. yeah that is encouraging that we're still fighting back at least yeah or at least some people are yeah yeah right. and know, I, but I feel like a lot of that, that you have looked at the crowd in Portland has died down a little bit yeah it has those people who just want to go back to brunch went mm-hmm. back to brunch mm-hmm. you know but you know it still doesn't won't stop us yeah it still won't change anything how we feel yeah or what we're gonna do yeah I just wish that kind of energy was everywhere yeah and we talked about Chicago. Luckily, didn't turn into a bloodbath like we worried. But um, brutal, brutal shit that went on. It almost looked like it was going to yeah. at one point. Yep. Like in that, uh, not even last week, but like a couple weeks before that, like the first part of that. I'm week. even talking last weekend going into the DNC. And then they have Lori Lightfoot on the like, on the like board on like how we heal the nation. And she's like one of the progressive voices. Dude. And they have this Houston cop, police chief too. It's like... What the fuck? What the fuck? I just need a button right here mm. that just that we just have a sound effect that's like coon that <laughs> like, I hit me a black man hits. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't, have I don't have access to the button. Yeah, he doesn't have access to the button. But uh, every single time we talk about coon behavior, we can just hit the coon Boom. button. Coon button. But, but yeah, dude, the Lori Lightfoot thing is just like she was sold as one of the progressive voices on that stage. It's countered by a police chief. And it's like, that is the perfect encapsulation. It's mm. like, to them, that is the leftmost thing. It's like a Lori Lightfoot. Yeah. And then the right, and then it's like a police, the, 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 it's somewhere between Lori Lightfoot and a police chief. Yeah, someone, someone who will stand up to what you have to say, but then immediately back down. Yeah, yeah, Like, yeah, yeah, like yeah. with the whole, we will, I will not let federal police into this city. Well, oh, they're here well, in investigative yeah. capacity. Shit. I've been assured <laughs> by President Trump, who famously has never lied. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The most they, honest man on they earth. They call him Honest Dom. <laughs> <laughs> honest Don. Damn. Oh, shit. All right, we can leave it there. Yeah, man. Inside Agitators episode... 11. 11? Damn. Yeah. For episode 12, we will be discussing Joe Biden's inevitable fuck-up tonight. Yeah, I think I hope they put him on five ants. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, they, he's got to be on some yeah. sort of upward. Yeah, no, they, yeah, I hope they still have some vials of children's blood from Little St. James Island. <laughs> and can't, can't check I hope they have some spare stem cells he could just drink in that Gatorade mix that he always does. <laughs> yeah, so let's... Because we, it's been a rough four days to the DNC. We need, uh, we need him. To, I mean, if you guys want any chance of Trump being gone in November, Biden needs to put the work in tonight. He, he needs to be classic yeah. Biden. He needs yeah. to pull out the come on man, yeah, everything. I, yeah, I need stories <laughs> about like I need to hear him uh, to taking his first date to a drive-in. Yeah, I need that story and him p- putting his hand on her thigh. I need him to talk about thigh play. Yeah. At some point <laughs> in his speech 
and how the etiquette of that has changed since his day. You can't do that now, son. Yeah. It's things, you know, and I probably shouldn't say this. <laughs> but, but Jack, I put my hand right on that thigh and I told her what I meant and how I felt. <laughs> and her name was Dot. And when I tell you, she had the widest ass this side of Mississippi. You could park a fucking transfer trailer in that motherfucker. Goddamn, let me tell you. <laughs> Oh, uh, we're so fucked. <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Episode 11. See y'all, nigga.